because listen like if you're not producing a ton of music or producing a ton of stuff that's going to create income for you um it's, it's just it's going to be slow um so yeah like sometimes people come to lives like you know i need songwriters how do i find songwriters like yo you're on the platform right now that a bunch of songwriters and producers are on yo what's good this is clint your host on the music is my business podcast the podcast where you can gain insight and learn proven strategies to build and monetize your music career if you want your questions answered live join me on youtube at clint music on wednesdays and let's chop it up now let's dig into this week's episode Yo, 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 what's good, people? Welcome to the channel. My name is Clint. I specialize in producing music for TV and film, and I teach other producers how to monetize their music by showing them how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement-ready music for TV. We are back for day five, part five of the Building Your Sync Strategy series that, that we've been doing all week. It's been super fun kicking in with y'all, man. Let me know where you guys are from. Let me know what you do. We got IG over here kicking it with us. I got y'all on YouTube experience, experiencing everything in, in HD and 4K and all that stuff. Um, but super excited to, to dig into this last part, uh, which is probably like the most important part. Like if you don't do this, everything we talked about the last four days is pointless and you just won't see success guaranteed um so let me see who we have in the building um april ellington member of team dope recently shout out to april um akila is in the building what's up akila good to see you back um who did their homework who did their homework last night um yesterday we talked about building a team um and the did i give y'all the homework making a list of your strengths and making a list of your weaknesses i don't even remember if i gave y'all the homework last night y'all got y'all got over on one but um you know making a list of your strengths and weaknesses so you'll know where where you need to fill in the gaps when it comes to building a team so that you can increase your output increase your productivity um and do more of the things that actually moves the needle in your production business um because listen like if you're not producing a ton of music or producing a ton of stuff that's going to create income for you um it's, it's just it's going to be slow um so yeah um uh, we did the hashtag okay dope looking for searching through hashtag super dope um so yeah like sometimes people come to lives like you know i need songwriters how do i find songwriters like yo you're on the platform right now that a bunch of songwriters and producers are on uh if you need mixing engineers like they're all over this joint like if you want to find a somebody who's into mixing and engineering go to like a mixing tutorial or some type of you know something that a mix engineer would be interested in go through the comment section you'll probably see a ton of them just commenting and then just reach out to them um, you know, everybody's spending time on, you know, all these different platforms. All you got to do is hop on the platform and go to where th they already are. Um, that's the dope thing about the time we live in now, because it's just like, yo, you got access to the world um, at your fingertips. So it's crazy. Um, <clears throat> so let me see. Uh, let me see. Drop drop sinks in the chat. If you want some sync deals in 2024, let me see who actually wants some sync deals, man. Drop sync in the chat. Let me see. I'm curious. By the way, I lifted something weird, I guess, yesterday. Today, my back was like, fam, sit down. My back hurt. Listen, if y'all see me like making very painful faces randomly, it's because my back muscle <clears throat> is like doing something weird uh so yeah that's what's going on here i'm trying like y'all I'm, I'm gonna be sitting very very still during this live usually i'm swinging around and all that stuff nah man i don't know what's going on but i'm gonna get it right um <clears throat> so all right oh okay we got everybody trying okay here we go we got dj mvp saint kr moore Henry Frank, I see you. Um, what is it, Addy? Justin back in the building. 
Um, Rachi or Rachi, I'm probably butchering that. Great Gats Beats. That's that's clever. Brittany Sanchez, the original DJ. Go to the car. Oh man, you already listen. You ain't gotta tell me twice. Um, <clears throat> cause I got I gotta be able to function, you know. Um, let me see. We got peace and love from Japan. Appreciate you coming through, uh, DJ Sunny in Japan. Um, <clears throat> planks, uh, planks every day. Dope. Um, seven beat seven sinks. Oh yeah, everybody wants some sing. We got some singer songwriters in here. Um, producers in here. I'm sure we got engineers in here. Um, all types of talent right here, just in the stream. Um, so it's a great resource. Um, how to sync work for singer songwriters, not producers. Same thing, man. Like it's you know you you you're gonna have to create a full song, right? Or like it has to be a a, a fully produced song. Um, so you know whatever you do, but the the approach is the same for a songwriter as it is. A producer. Um, now, obviously, a producer can just create instrumentals and still break into sync. Whereas a songwriter, usually, you're gonna have to be able to get those songs produced and turned into um, something that can be used in sync. But the process is the same. You you know, reach out, find licensing companies, um, publishers that can pitch your music for you, and then um, yeah, and you just kind of go from there, man. So it's it's the same setup, the same. Um, <clears throat> same grind. Jastin, what's up? Mixing and mastering engineer, right there. There you go. Boom. Isaiah's in the building. What's up, Isaiah? Good to see you, man. Um, so yeah, like process is the same. Um, if you're a writer, producer, if you need a producer, connect with a producer. Say, hey, you know, the goal is sync. Um, make sure you all are on the same page, and then just start creating. Um, creating music, you know what I'm saying? That you you feel is dope, um, that you're passionate about, and then you know, go from there, because um, there's there's plenty of opportunities to go around. So, all right, so let's do a recap. So, man, let's go all the way back to Monday. Monday we talked about deciding your target genre um, and being a specialist and just not being this you know this person that just does everything. You never want to approach a library like, oh, I do everything. Um, you know, they'll probably be like, okay, whatever. Um, so pick a genre, start with one thing, um, and then build from that. Tuesday, we talked about deciding your target medium. So like, what are you focused on? Are you trying to do TV? Are you trying to do film? Are you trying to do micro sync? Are you trying to do um, commercials, ads, sound design? Are you trying to uh, do movie trailers? Like figure out like what um, is going to be like that, that place, that nice sweet spot for you to focus on. Um, so that you're not stretching yourself in just all these different areas. Um, and then, uh, Wednesday we talked about seeking information and, you know, surrounding yourself, um, around like-minded individuals and communities who are focused on sync, um, finding podcasts, finding, um, interviews of supervisors and publishing companies um, to get insight, to give you a competitive edge, to know exactly, you know, how to reach out to them, where to reach out to them, um, and things to do and things not to do. Um, so we talked about that. Yesterday, we talked about building your team, um, connecting with dependable, dependable people um, that can help you scale and get more done and delegating um, a lot of the, you know, a lot of the work that's just, you know, that you rather not do, you rather focus on creating or, you know, doing what you do best. If you're a producer, you know, you don't write the best, then you, you know, you partner up with um, some writers who can write and write quickly. Um, that way, you know, you're able to get that music out quicker. If there's a brief that comes in asking for a full song, now because you have a team of writers you can go to, you're able to take advantage of that brief by, you know, hitting up the writers. Yo, got this project I'm working on. Want to see if you got time to, to write this. Um, they knock it out. Boom, you submit it. It's another opportunity to get your music working versus sitting and just being like, oh, well, I don't know how to write, so I guess I can't pitch to this. Like, no, find somebody who can write so you can take advantage of these opportunities. Um, connecting with musicians, like if there's something you can't play, you're not good at, um, then, you know, connect with musicians who can to make it easier for you. 
right? So today, today is the biggest part, right? <clears throat> I always say information without implementation equals stagnation. That's because if you don't take action on any of this information we've been talking about all week, you it's going to be this time next year, 2024, November 17th. Well, it'll probably be like probably be like 16th or 18th. But you're going to sit here, you're going to be in this same spot and wonder why nothing has moved for you because you never took action. Like you, you took all these notes, but didn't take action. Um, so I'd rather you take action. I'd rather you take imperfect action than, you know, waiting until you have all these things lined up perfectly, waiting until you have all the connections, waiting until your music is mixed to the most pristine uh, mixing preferences possible like I want you to just take imperfect action take the first step um, because like you'll find once you just take one step at a time the next step gets easier um, and you don't have to have it all figured out um, before you take step one like some producers like yo I, I need to know all the steps one through 10 or a through z before I do this because I want to make sure I got everything right and then they end up it's, it's analysis paralysis you just end up doing nothing because you're just overthinking the whole process and it probably won't even go how you're thinking it would go so like just focus on the first the, the first steps right um, everybody's at different places. So you may, you may be at the place where, you know, you have, um, you know, five solid tracks to submit. Um, the next step for you is finding the companies to submit to and then submitting to them, right? You don't need to know, you know, well, if this situation happens, like, how do I do like, no, just stop thinking about that. Just find the companies and submit. Then when the situations come up, you handle those situations accordingly and you you learn from them or you you come and get advice then or like whatever but don't let that keep you from taking the next step right so if the next step for you is you don't have any songs or music to even pitch like you can't do anything till you get some music so you need to sit down focus and start creating music that's actually syncable um, and that is optimized and, and structured properly so that you can actually have something to pitch so you can get a licensing deal so you can start getting placement so you can start getting paid. Um, so you got to take it like one step at a time and then learn this thing um, as you go because you won't have it all figured out. I didn't have it all figured out when I started. I still I'm still learning things like every day like as I go and work in this industry in real time so um, you don't have to have it all figured out man you just got to start it's the most important thing um, is just starting and then um, you know just going through the process because that's when you're going to learn the most it's like when you're actually going through it Ben what's up Ben good to see you um, pianist keyboardist and producer here um, now nah, I don't wait. I'm headed in, a f um, in year four in sync and follow this strategy on my own merits and micro sync quickly became my breadwinner. Boom. There you go. You know, just don't wait. <clears throat> um, because listen, like while you're waiting, man, somebody out there, somebody out there taking action and they ain't playing around. And then you're going to look back and be like, man, like we started the same time, but they don't, they got a whole list of of credits and sinks and all that stuff and like i'm still here trying to figure out which pro i'm gonna sign up with like you know what i mean um so just do it man just just do it um what's good janelle good to see you excello what's up isomatic what's good and as you, if you guys have questions drop them in the chat i'm gonna be going through here and answering some questions as well um so yeah main thing is you know you gotta execute you gotta execute um, and you got to execute fast because if you wait, you think you think too much, you think too long. Um, you just you just going to stay stuck, man. And we ain't got time to stay stuck. I don't know about y'all, but I'm I mean, I'm not getting younger. I, I mean, I don't know what you waiting on. So <clears throat> Alavon was good. Yeah, that's my next hurdle is to find companies I can submit to. I'm slowly making progress go. That's what's up, man. That's that's progress. As long like every day looking for companies um you know just shoot i mean you can be anywhere just passively browsing on the internet for sync companies um licensing companies 
If you're a producer and you want to get your music placed in TV and film, but you just don't know where to start, the Road to 10 Placements is where you start. This is the ultimate blueprint to landing your first 10 TV placements, and it's the exact blueprint I use to get started in sync without having any connections or without having any placements. This course is going to teach you how to produce, prepare, and pitch placement-ready music for TV. This course has helped producers all over the world get placements on networks such as MTV, NBC, VH1, NBA Network, Hulu, Netflix, and a bunch of others. Listen, it took me seven years to get to my first TV placement, but this course has helped producers see TV placements in as little as six months, which is insane. So this course can help you go from zero placements to TV placements fast. Enrollment is now open, so go to RoadTo10Placements.com. That's Road to the number 10 placements.com. Make sure you use the discount code PODCAST20 to take 20% off at RoadTo10Placements.com. Go and roll today so you know all that stuff b lewis team too dope no team dope in the building be too dope too i heard that commercials like using covers of popular song how does that work with copyright they do sometimes um it depends on the song but um you know usually you'll get you'll get a fee for like doing the cover but like pretty much you would do a cover that counts as a new master um and then you know publishing like royalties obviously you're gonna have the original writers um digging into that um but yeah but you can still get paid doing um you know doing some cover stuff on the upfront zim zada in the building what's up zim <clears throat> so yeah absolutely um so yeah so execute the plan like that's that's today's topic executing the plan <clears throat> um do you experience creative blocks and if so how do you overcome them i don't since i've been working in sync i have not had like producers block or anything um and i think it's just because it, we're working off of briefs so it's just like i mean they're they're telling you they're telling you what to do a lot of times they're just like hey um, this is what we need. Here are some references. Um, and then from there, you know, you're just kind of recreating the vibe that they gave you with those references. So I don't really have blocks because there's always some type of, you know, something to go off of. Um, and I'm not just like sitting down, just like trying to think of something to create. It, it gives you direction. Then if you don't have direction, like say you're just starting, you, you're not getting briefs yet, right? Because you don't have any, um, you don't have any licensing deals yet. So in that case, you just, you know, start watching TV or start start watching movies and paying attention to the music you're hearing in there. Um, commercials, you know, somebody mentioned uh, cover songs. Start listening to the songs and the vibes of those songs that they're, they're using in the commercials. That's going to give you a good idea of what's being used um sports college football um you know ohio state will beat michigan next week so i'm excited about that um but listen to the pregame show highlights listen to half 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 time half time listen to uh post game high, like listen to that stuff uh go to espn and just like listen to the music that's on there that stuff is used a lot um so boom there you go now you kind of have an idea of what you can create and what could possibly get um you know get signed All right would you be able to do a video on efficiency using disco to submit and input metadata um i may i mean it's it's pretty it's pretty straightforward i do it in my my tv placement mastery um program um but it's just you know, I, I mean, you got to make sure you have those descriptive keywords, just like anything else. If you're putting it on a spreadsheet, if you're putting it in disco, if you're putting it up on a website, you know, you're going to have the BPM, going to have the keywords, the writer info. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, that is just it's the same thing. Um, it's just a different platform to do it. Um, and then it's just easier to kind of stream and, and create playlists and things like that. Um, E-Money Bags, what's good? NBA, NFL games, and promo are my go-tos. Boom, that's dope. Yeah, easy. 
Um, does creating from the company's direction scratch that creative itch for you as a musician? It's a great question. Um, it does, because I'm, I'm still able to be creative. You know what I mean? Like, they give you direction, but they want you to do you at the end of the day. Like, they don't want you to just, just copy somebody. They're just saying, hey, like, this is just the vibe we're going for. Create your version of this. So I'm still able to be creative. You know what I mean? I'm still able to, you know, to get ideas out. Um, I, I see something and it's like, OK, I know what they want. And it's still up to me and it's still up to you to create something new from that, uh, which requires a lot of creativity, honestly, like to, to have references and to create something that sounds like those references, but sound nothing like those references is is highly creative. Um, so yeah, like it definitely, you know, takes care of that, that creative itch as, as you call it. Um, you know, unless it's like a genre, you know, that is just not requested and I just want to make, then I'll just make it on my own time. You know what I'm saying? It's no big deal. Um, you know, so we're in sync to serve. So, you know, make sure you take care of the client, give them what they need, what they need. Um, and then you'll have everything you need and then you'll have the time to do whatever you want to do, like on the side, if you just, you know, just want to create some type of passion album of just whatever you want to create, go for it. Um, but when, when you're, you're trying to make money with this, you just got to do what they're asking you for. Um, so yeah, able to make a ton. <laughs> Yo, so I just got out of Ableton before I hopped on live. Um, I don't know if y'all knew this, but I've been so I've been playing around in Ableton, uh, you know, for the past I don't know month or so. Um, so I made a couple tracks. First two tracks I I produced in Ableton, um, they end up getting signed to a publisher. So. Um, so yeah, so shout out to, uh, shout out to Ableton for, you know, being the tool I use for, um, a couple of new future syncs, but I figured it out, man. I tried Ableton like a couple years ago. I was instantly confused and now I'm looking at it. I'm like, why was I so confused? I don't understand. And I think it was just cause I didn't know what all the buttons did. It was just, I couldn't find the play button, the record button. I didn't know what to do, but I sat down with it. Um, and I, uh, I figured it out and I was like, man, there's some things I like about this. So yeah, I just been, I've been in it. I've been going, I've been going, I've been all over the place this week though. I've been in Ableton. I've been in Logic. I've been in Pro Tools for like the past few days. Um, so yeah. And then I was, Pro Tools irritates me sometimes. This is way off subject, but it's, it's just certain things that they just make. I couldn't figure out how to get my controller hooked up on a thing because Pro Tools menus is just like you got to be so like just in depth with some of the technical stuff. It's just like, what does this even mean? I don't even know what half this stuff does in the settings and preferences of Pro Tools. It's just like I just want to hook up a controller. Logic is just straightforward. Um Ableton. It was straightforward. Like I don't, I don't understand why Pro Tools can't be as straightforward sometimes. Um, so yeah, that's Pro Tools. Also, there, uh, creating aux tracks in Pro Tools is just like way too many steps. Like y'all need to simplify that. Why is it like an extra, extra few clicks to do this? Where Logic is just, it's instant. You create do the bus thing and then it creates it for you so i don't know um how you like the logic update I have macbook 2016 so i can't update i haven't updated it yet um <clears throat> i do want to I, I will update it because i want to i want to compare the ai mastering plugin to the um to the uh to lander's ai mastering plugin i want to compare them because I'm interested, especially since they have it on Logic for iPad, um, which I was also in earlier this week. Um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll have to maybe I'll do a video kind of comparing the two or something. 
Um, just opened up an old Pro Tools session. I had to take a minute to remember everything. Yeah, like I was just like, man, this is almost foreign. Um, but there's some things I just love Pro Tools for. It's weird. We have a weird relationship. Excuse me. That burp hurt my back. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, this is this is what it feels like to be like over mid 30 mark, I guess. This is what they talk about. So random, dude. Show up on live with a, a hurt, a pulled back muscle. Um, <clears throat> I'm overdue for like a massage, though. I got to make that happen. Should have did that months ago. Xylophone and ukulele beats so I can do my Dilla style beats on the side. Exactly. Yo, man, <clears throat> I've had conversations with people and they're like, yeah, like, I know that's what they want, but, like, that's not really my thing. It's like, fam, do you want to get paid for your music or no? Like, especially if you, like, now, everybody doesn't hate their day job, right? Um, consider it a blessing if you have a day job that you don't hate and you actually don't mind going to um, to pay the bills. But some people have jobs that they hate. You know what I mean? Like they just dread. As soon as you just think about going to sleep and waking up, going to that place in the morning, you just in a bad mood instantly. You already doing something you don't like to do anyway. At least do a genre of music that you don't like to do, but it's still doing what you love to do, which is making music. Why are you complaining? I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, if the goal is to create income from your music, you send me a brief with some ukulele, childish children's music, I'm knocking it out. I'm going to give you exactly what you want. Cut the check. I'll go make my other stuff that I think sounds dope and musical and super vibey. Like, I'll make that whenever. Cut the check. I'm good. I'm not complaining because I'm still creating music I'm getting paid for it. I'm making a living off of it. I don't care. Um, so that's how I feel about that. Um, you know, I mean, you, you can't be, <clears throat> I mean, you can be picky, but I mean, come on. I, you know, it can't be as, as bad as what you're doing currently if you hate what you do currently. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. I'm like that with reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, how long did it take you to get comfortable with a keyboard? I've been using Melodics and Rocksmith and feel like I'm not um, getting everything I should be uh, with a keyboard. Um, it was, I mean, it took some years. So I was a drummer first. I started out on drums. Then I picked up keys when I was like 15, 16. So for me, um, so I grew up in the church, playing in the church. So that's how I got comfortable on keys. Like you sit somebody up there in front of a church to play, you got to figure it out. Um, so that got me comfortable because I had to like practice songs over and over and over again. Then I started, you know, when I got to college, I started playing for African-American Voices Gospel Choir at The Ohio State University. So we were learning songs like every week. So I had to learn a bunch of songs in a short period of time. On top of that, I was playing for groups and local local bands and stuff in the area. So I had to learn those songs. So I I got to a point where like I had disciplined myself to sit down and like learn a song and just practice and practice and practice. If I didn't know the chords, like I'll try and find a YouTube video or whatever and just like piece the chord together till I got it. And I'll just keep playing a song over and over and over until I can play through the song without messing up. Um, and then once I did that, I'll try and play through the song again without messing up. Like that's how I practice. Like if I, if I had to play for a gig, that's how I'm going to practice. And like, I'm just going to play it. I'll have two sets of headphones or, well, I used to do two sets of headphones, but now I would just play the music on the computer, have my headphones, have like Logic, the piano and Logic opened up. And then while I'm listening to music, I'm just playing it and just trying to mimic everything I play. So I learned how to play by ear. So that's how I got comfortable, just playing years and years of just playing in church, playing for groups. Um, and then, you know, after a while, just watching YouTube videos and having people break down chords and then, you know, 
chatting with other musicians, showing me things, and we're just sharing chords and things like that. That's how I got comfortable, and now keys is just kind of like, you know, my main instrument, and I don't, you know, it just it just comes out naturally now. Um, but it's practice, you know, you, every day, taking time, sit down on a keyboard. When I was in college, in between classes, if I didn't, if I had like some time, I didn't want to go back to the dorm or back to the apartment. I would just go to the school of music, sit in the piano room. They had these piano rooms you can sit in. I would just go in there and I would just practice into my my next class, um, and that's how I did it. So, <clears throat> can you nudge notes forward and backwards for feel and Ableton to make it less stiff and robotic? Yes, you can. Um, they they they've they've been adding some uh that 12 update too they've been adding some features um to to do some just some pretty dope things um so yeah <clears throat> zim Zada said he said what he said uh create the exact music they asked for plus give them a bonus track in your style to see if they like it um i didn't know you were a drummer yeah yep um yeah man that was that was the start of everything if you're not using social media to build your brand as a producer, then you're missing out on a ton of opportunities and money to grow your music production business. That's why I'm pulling back the veil on my social media growth strategy, giving you all the tools you need to be able to grow your social media as well. Now, the goal of this course is not to teach you how to attract a bunch of random followers, but how to attract targeted followers who will soon become loyal customers and clients using the power of social media. So if you're a producer, if you're an artist, a songwriter by the end of this course you will learn how to increase your following and income with social media how to create an effective content strategy and how to build influence and trust with your followers so if you're ready to step your social media game up just go to clintproductions.com courses to enroll today that's clintproductions.com courses one more time clintproductions.com courses enroll in the social media growth for producers and use the discount code podcast 20 so you can save a little bit of money Let's go. Um, great info. Where can I see example of a brief? Um, you know what? I wonder. I wonder if I have an example here. I mean, I know I have an example. It's just a matter. Of, I gotta find one that's not like um, something. Maybe like an older one. Uh, let's see. So. Unfortunately, my Instagram people won't be able to see it. But if you're on YouTube, I'll be able to share my screen. Let's see. Okay, so here's one pretty much they I mean depending on who you're working with, sometimes you get a PDF, sometimes you get um hold on, let me see if I can just get Let me see if I can get like a PDF. It'll be easier to see. So y'all can see what it looks like. Uh, iCloud. There we go. All right, so let's share my screen. All right, here we go. So this is an example of a brief. This is an album I worked on, what was that, like last year or something like that? Um, Dramedy Beats album. Um, album brief. So you got creative. They're going to give you a bunch of information. Um, you know, they've had success placing cues on Netflix, VH1, MTV reality shows. Looking to further this with an album of upbeat, propulsive hip-hop instrumentals aimed primarily at reality tv usage um so talking about that um they're going through the structure 
And then here it says the structure of these works are so important as editors and clients will be using different sections and points of the track to highlight and underscore a variety of moments in their program. This is what I be talking about. Like when I'm talking about structure is like important, like they be nailing this into our brains, like structure, structure, structure because of the editors, man, like. The editors make the shows, man. They they create the vibe. They're the ones placing the music. Um, so your structure is super crucial. So, um, so they give you an example. You know, they have a link where you can you know listen to the references. Um, and then they're just talking about the highlights of the structure. So, you know, you pay close attention to this stuff. Clear breaks, pauses, hit points, um, track constantly developing throughout, adding new features to the arrangement to keep them interested. Um, you know, this is super important. Um, and then they gave us even more examples um, from keeping up with the Kardashians, loving hip hop. Um all of that stuff and then you're going to get your tech specs right so this is uh this is going to include like you know if they want 24 bit 48 um kilohertz if they you know if they want uh wave or aiff like they're going to tell you that um we got a deadline you know usually a brief will have some type of deadline unless it's just kind of ongoing and open um you're going to have that uh give me a second um yeah, and then they're letting you know, like, deliverables and things like that. Um, and then if you have any questions, obviously, you can reach out to them. And then deal structure. They're just talking about the deal. So um, here, uh, it's an in-perpetuity deal. That's the one that people be scared of all the time. Um, composers receive the full composer share 50% um, of performance royalties via their pro. Now, um, 50% is... They're basing this off of 100%. So ASCAP, like their percentage breakdown is like 100%. BMI's breakdown is like 200%. But it's technically the same thing. They just do it differently. Um, so this means you keep 100% of your composer share. The publisher keeps 100% of the publisher share of royalties. So that's like 50-50 but both sides there's a hundred percent on both sides the writer side and the publisher side um you share mechanical sync royalties um and then recoupable advance 150 per track uh so you know this is like hey we'll, we'll shoot you 150 dollars for each track that you do for this album so you'll get 150 dollars for this per track before it even gets placed um and then uh, once it starts getting placed and, you know, you're seeing uh, sync fees and stuff come in and royalties, then they just recoup that 150 per track. And then once you hit 150 bucks, then you start um, getting, you know, that that money or whatever it makes um, from then on out. And 150, like, I mean, listen, it's a lot easier to recoup 150 than like recouping a half a million dollar deal from a major. Um, it'll probably take forever, but... Yeah, so that's like that's an example of a brief, um, and that's when I actually worked on, and a lot of those tracks have already gotten placed uh, multiple times. Some of those tracks got placed multiple times in one episode, and they used different edit points. And you'll see, like if you go through my my YouTube channel, I do the sync placement breakdowns. Um, there's some where they use like multiple sections of one track throughout an episode and you get paid each and every for each and every cue because that counts as three separate cues. Um, so they could use one for like 45 seconds, 15 seconds, you know, a minute, whatever. Um, those are going to be three different performance royalties calculated um, for each use. And that's just one song. So like if you optimize and structure your music the right way, you're increasing the chances and the number of times that that one track can actually get placed in sync. Um, so that's why, you know, I kind of preach like, look, look you got to learn how to structure your music. Like, don't just like create it and then just submit it. Like there's principles to follow when you're, you know, you're creating your music um, for sync. 
All right. So, um, so yeah. So execute the plan so you can get briefs like this and start working. Um, so listen, if you guys haven't joined the wait list for the Black Friday bundle that's dropping on Black Friday, get on the wait list. The link is in the description, or you can comment wait list on Instagram. Um, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna go over some of the things that this bundle is gonna teach you. Um, some people had uh, the original uh, Sync Producer Growth Pack. <clears throat> this is going to be Sync Producer Growth Pack 2.0. It's going to have some of the original things from Sync Producer Growth Pack. It's going to have a bunch of new things as well. So this is some of the stuff I'm going to show you. We talked about building a team. We talked about um, a lot of different things this week. Um, but in this pack, I'm going to actually show you how to implement it. Um, and I probably put like way... I go deeper than even just sync. I'm trying to like help you build your brand as a producer, um, a sync producer specifically, and everything in this pack is going to help you do that. So you're going to learn how to build systems in your production business um, that's going to help you save time and increase your productivity because you can't do everything on your own. Um, I'm going to have some information on there to help you grow your influence as a producer because... If you can grow influence as a producer without having to take a bunch of time to like learn a bunch of different things um, and focus on one thing, that's going to open up a whole nother world for you as a producer. Like you have you have no idea how many bags you're leaving on the table by not building your brand as a producer. If that's something you want to do, you don't have to to be successful in sync. But if you are trying to build your brand as a producer and you want to be known for something as a producer in this space and build influence, um, there is a way to do that. And it's not it's not as hard as you think. Um, and it's not as anybody can do it, man. You just got to you guys got to know what to do. Um, and I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. Um, some some dope information there. You're going to learn how to monetize your brand as a producer so you can make more money. Um, you're going to learn how to go from hobbyist to actually owning and operating a production business. We ain't doing that under the table stuff no more. Right. We get an official because you're a business. You got to operate as such because. Um, you know, these publishers, they're going to take you more seriously, right? When you're reaching out to supervisors, they're going to take you more seriously. When you reach out to brands um, for partnerships and things like that, they're going to take you more seriously when you have your business in order and your structure properly and you know how to do things. Um, so you're definitely going to get that. And then on top of that, man, listen, <clears throat> AI has been crazy. I'm throwing in the AI for producers domination pack in this bundle as well. Um, that's crazy. I got some new stuff I need to add to that as well because <clears throat> it's it's just it's crazy, man. So AI is going to help you. <laughs> it's just going It's man. Listen, if if you don't get on this early, the producers who adopt it early in their production businesses are going to crush everybody else because they're going to be able to get way more done in a short period of time than somebody who's just old school trying to do it the old school way and just manually do everything themselves um i'm showing you how to like create ideas right so if i get a brief um and say they want a certain style of music and if i have something like that in my catalog i show you how to use your tracks as reference tracks to help train the AI so that it can spit you out ideas, original ideas that you can then create and build off of. So like if, if you're somebody who just have a hard time coming up with melodies and things like that and ideas, um, AI can help you quickly generate a bunch of ideas in a click of a button. And then you just pick the ones that you want to build around. And now you're able to output tracks faster because you're not sitting trying to like manually think of like a new idea for this brief this is like no here feed the ai train the ai ai spits out um some loops for you boom boom, boom. you're ready to go um so we're gonna do that um some other things that the ai can do as far as like your production process a lot of things ai can do as far as um your your production business and delegating a lot of stuff and automating a lot of things um, to help you just get way more done faster than we've ever been able to do. Um, so the earlier, like, you hop on this and learn. And listen, you don't have to, like, 
you don't have to like get everything just because it says AI, like just to be, you know, on top of everything. Like pick a few tools that work well for what you do, like whatever your workflow is, just pick a few. And then just like double down on those. And then if you come across something where it's just like, yo, I think this would be real useful in what I do as a producer, then boom, implement that. Um, but I'm going to give you like a whole list of tools that I use currently in my business. going to show you how to implement certain things. Um, it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's cr I, like I have legit like a whole team of just AI bots that are specialized in certain things. And I'm gonna show you exactly how to do all that. So I'm throwing that in there. Um, your mixing has to be on point. So I'm throwing a, a mixing course in there. In addition to, I've been getting requests for this for like the past two years and I finally did it. Um, I'm creating the vocal mixing made simple course. I created it, it's done. So I'm throwing that in the Sync Producer Growth Pack. It's the only place you're gonna be able to get it on Black Friday. Um, and then on top of that, <clears throat> it doesn't, listen, I'm not, I'm giving you everything. One of the biggest problems I see producers have when trying to get into sync licensing is not knowing the steps to take in order to get that set up and started. So I created a super simple, easy, free six step guide to help you get started so you know the exact steps you need to take so you can start getting your music placed in TV and film. Go ahead, go to clintproductions.com slash six steps to download that free guide. Again, it's clintproductions.com slash the number six steps, clintproductions.com slash six steps download your free six-step guide and get started today like right now like let's go like what, what are we waiting for on top of that i have some students tv placement mastery students who have seen success who have gotten licensing deals um who are getting tv placements I documented everything. I documented their journey and I created a case study. I'm going to include a case study from at least one. I'm, been, I'm going back and forth. I'm like, man, should I? Uh, but no, I think I'm going to include a, a case study that's going to walk you through from beginning to end what we did. Um, I'm going to share my notes, like my personal notes while coaching um, this student, this producer, on how we went from him hearing no to not getting any licensing deals to him getting a bunch of placements. Um, so you're going to see all the notes. You can see my my hand, my terrible handwriting. Uh, hopefully it's legible, but you're going to have the videos um, of, you know, our coaching sessions, all of that. So I'm throwing that in there. Um, and I'm also going to do something special um, for the first 10 people who get access to the bundle. So if you're not on the wait list, you just don't even have a chance. Like if you're not on the wait list, you're not going to be the first to know. You won't be the first 10 to be entered into a giveaway. Um, so I'm going to do a giveaway. Um, I may either do, I don't know. I'll, you'll see it in the email on the wait list coming up. I'm, I'm going to decide exactly what I want to do um, as far as the giveaway. But it's going to be a giveaway. First 10 producers who grab the Sync Producer Growth Pack 2.0 is going to be entered into that giveaway. Um, last year, we did $500 giveaway. Um, and we just, yeah, we cashed out the homie $500. Because um, they were one, they were one of the first um, to take action. Because action takers are money makers. So he legit made money <laughs> from taking action. So you definitely want to make sure you're on the wait list for the Black Friday bundle that I'm dropping. Um, and I'm probably gonna throw. Listen, between between today and next week, I might find something else that's just gonna give you a ton of value just to over deliver like i'm all about over delivering and giving you as much information as i can it's going to help you going into 2024 and level up because it's there's no reason why um you as a producer you know there's just no reason why you can't be out here um creating income with what you love to do and the sync producer growth pack 2.0 is going to help you do that um so Get on the wait list, comment wait list so you can get on that. I'm going to take a few questions before I hop on, um, hop off and knock out some more, uh, some more work. I recently signed with a library and gave them an eight track album with alt mixes. I, I now want to start my next album to give them and give them a new album at least once a month. Is that too much? No, not at all. Go for it. Um, the only, it, it, it's never too much as long as you can handle it. Like 
they're not going to be mad because you're hitting them up with an album every month. They're like, yo, that's more music for us that we can pitch and get placed and and create income from. So, nah, man, I say go for it for sure. Um, <clears throat> KR, which library was that from? That was West One Music Group. Or, yeah, West One Music, West One Music Group, um, something like that. Um, let's see, publishing. Can you be signed with a publisher and also be your own publisher at the same time? Like, I can be with ASCAP as a publisher and also be with Song Trust or Song Trader. Um, yes, y- yes, you can, you can technically have your own publishing company or be your own publisher and have that publishing company register with ASCAP and also be with SongTrust because SongTrust is a publishing administrator. So, you know, they'll just like register everything on your behalf. But I think they, uh, since they're administrator, I think they list, I think they list themselves as publishers so they can collect for you if i'm not mistaken and then they'll give you the the corresponding percentages but um but yeah um but if you're like if you're in sync right and you sign to a publisher for sync like a a music library publisher um you can't register those works through song trust or through your publishing company it will have to be registered through their publishing company because they're the ones um, publishing it. Um, so only one publisher can collect on your behalf um, in, in that regard. Um, 50 50 things important you need to understand that it's two 100% pies. Yes, facts. Um, if you have a song with vocals, should that also be a minute ish? Um, my song with vocals are usually about 145 to two and a half um, minutes. Um, no doubt, Isomatic. Uh, have a safe flight. Executing the plan is huge advice. Drummer, beatmaker, producer, Stone Rock Music, Inc. Let's go. Yeah, got to execute, man. Like, you can have the most amazing plan and blueprint ever. If you don't take action on that joint, it's just a plan. It's just a dream. Like, at some point, you got to wake up, make the dream a reality, right? Um, this bundle put me in a chokehold like Draymond did <laughs> Rudy. Yo, that's hilarious. Um, some stuff. And that's the thing, man. That's what, like, listen, we can get we can get in the mixing techniques. We can get in the sound selection. We can get into production hacks. Like, y'all can find that stuff, man. But, like, let's talk about how to build a brand around what you do. The music's the easy part, dude. We can do that all day. We can go on YouTube and watch a bunch of videos, and you'll be dope in a month. Like, we got that. You need to know, how do we take this music and build a platform around it? Like, how do you take yourself as a producer and build a brand and reputation around yourself. Um, Because I'm going to tell you, things have changed dramatically over the last 10 years. And it's honestly about attention. Like, if you can build an audience and capture people's attention, the, the big brands, like, you know, Target, um... Uh, audio brands like they're not going to they're not spending all of their advertising budget with just traditional tv and radio ads anymore they're going to the people who have built brands they're going to your favorite influencers um they're going to uh people who who can capture people's attention and who can build an audience So you have to be like on the other side of just consuming the content from your favorite uh, producers. Like, I want you to become one of the producers that people are consuming content from you because there's like other things that open opens up um, when you learn how to do that. And a lot of producers don't know how to do it. Um, So I'm literally I'm like pulling back the veil on like my entire business and everything that I do in it and how I have it set up 
um, and how just how I operated. Um, and you can do the same. Like you can legit do the same. And now's the best time to do it um, because it's only it's only growing like it's just it's only growing. Um, so you got to get you got to get on the on the side, the other side of that. Um, Clint shows you how to turn an AI of yourself to make music while you sleep. I know. Right. Like, listen, I'm about to I'm gonna go to sleep. I got a brief I need to I need you to knock out and I need it done with stems and, and everything by the time I wake up. Um listen, we get to that level, it's gonna be dangerous. You better learn how to use it now, cause it's gonna progress. Things are gonna get better. And I'm telling you, boy, once it once it gets to that level, yeah, you ain't gonna be able to keep up. There's no way. <clears throat> you I mean, and it, I mean it's not like you just somebody gonna be outputting more than you it's just as simple as that you're gonna get left behind um you'll probably still get i mean you'll still get some opportunities but when you're talking about a numbers game like that you want more placements you gotta have more output to increase more output you gotta produce more music produce more music you either gotta grow some extra hands you gotta build a team or you gonna have to, or you can leverage AI to help you as well. So that's what it's all about. It's about leverage, man. It's not about replacing us. It's about using that joint as leverage. That is leverage, <clears throat> and that's like the number one thing in my business that I try. Like, what can I leverage to either get more time back or do something more effectively and efficiently? You know what I mean? <clears throat> Um, oh, the case, the case study's nuts. Like, it, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, that, <laughs> that alone, uh, is, yeah, makes it worth it. Um, so how important is it to have a library catalog of songs at all times? What is the best way to connect with companies looking for music? So, I mean, I mean, the best way to have a catalog at all times is to always be creating, um, but you know, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna sign songs, and you know, you'll probably have some songs that didn't get signed that are sitting around and just ready to go, or you just have like some non-exclusive songs that could be ready for opportunities when they come, uh, which is good to have because you will get briefs that are like, "Yo, we need this in like an hour." Um, a client's looking for something to replace real quick. If you can get it to us in an hour, boom. In those situations, like. Unless you're unless you're leveraging AI very efficiently and you're creating that track in 30 minutes and sending everything out in an hour, um, you're going to have to have something that's already done to submit. Right. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> um, so, yeah. How do you how you get faster at making music, make more music more often? That's it. It's practice. It's like. How does like how did Kobe become a better basketball player? Like he woke up earlier than everybody else on his team, started practicing earlier, practiced more, and he got better. So he took more shots. You take more shots, you're gonna learn how to make more shots. You're gonna become a better shooter. If you make more music more frequently than everybody else, then you're gonna start to be able to make music faster. Um, learning your DAW. If you work in your DAW every single day. Um, for you know multiple hours, you're gonna learn the shortcuts and the the hacks and inside of that DAW. You're gonna become efficient in using that DAW. That's why it took me an hour and a half to bounce out stems in Ableton because I'm not efficient in Ableton yet because I haven't been in it as much as I've been in Logic. You put me in Logic, oh, it's done already. Uh, so I just had to figure some things out, and then I was like, okay, I'm good now. But it, you just you got to do it more. If you want to be faster, more efficient, do it more. It's, it's that simple. Um, what is the best way to contact sub labels, i.e., under Universal Production Music? Um, that's a good question, Brian. And that's um that's a great. Uh, I don't. I hope they catch it. That's a gem. Um, <clears throat> try and find their direct page, so you know what the libraries are, the sub labels. Now see if they have a, a website you can go to personally or go to LinkedIn and um, 
search uh, search the company. See if you can find somebody that works there that can put you in touch with with somebody there. Um, so that's how that's how I would do it. Do you recommend AI mixing? Um, I've used AI mastering. I haven't used AI mixing. It, listen, if it sounds good, I recommend it. Mastering so far sounds good on AI. And it's, obviously, it's depending on how good your mix sounds. If your mix is trash, your master is going to be trash. Um, so if you can get a solid mix, AI mastering all day, because it's just going to save you time. Um, if they if they have something that mixes AI, like, I'm, I'm, trust me, I'm going to hop on that and see how it works, um, because that's something else that takes time. Um, and time is like that one thing you just can't get back. So if I can save time, spend more time on creation versus just like mixing the stuff then boom sign me up for the ai mixing whoever got it send it to me i'm gonna use it um <clears throat> right so let me see um linkedin is everything facts um you put me in ableton is done before we started because i don't use ableton i use fl yeah i figure i feel you um I use I use both like but I'm gonna tell you right now I'm gonna mostly be using AI master like 2024 it's AI you can have it you can have it AI go ahead like I don't need like I I there's no ego like I don't have to be the one mad like oh, I mastered this with 17 plugins I mastered this with my bare hands I don't care, man. Put the plug in on that joint. Let it do what it do. And I'm going to go focus on something more important. Um, so, yes, I do AI master. Um, I have a master. And honestly, like my mastering process, and you'll see it. I'll, I'll, I'll show you what I use um, on this vocal mix and made simple. That's going to be in the, the Black Friday bundle. You're going to see what I use. I don't change it. I haven't changed that until I started using AI mastering. Um, so, you know, I'll I'll keep that the same. I'll make tweaks, right? So, like, I'll disable it while I'm creating and mixing. Then when it's just like, okay, mix is solid. Now I want to master. I just go through, enable everything, and then I'll make tweaks on certain things because, you know, every track's going to be a little bit different. I may want a little bit more... Um, a little bit more presence on the 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 entire mix the master uh eq or whatever or i may want a little bit more low end or you know what i'm saying so it's like little minor tweaks that i'll make um but no nah, man i'm not spending stuff on repetitive spending time on repetitive tasks like let let ai do the repetitive stuff um the redundant stuff that's why i use templates too like i'm not about to keep searching for this the same sounds like for sports like i'm using the same sounds brass strings you know some type of synth i'll change the synth out but why i'm not gonna start over every time there's more time create a template open up the template start working from that um so yeah that's uh that's how i feel um so yeah so i'm about to uh I'm about to hop off, man. Um, make sure I, I got everything that I want to put in this bundle for you all. Um, also, it's only going to be available um, for... <clears throat> it's going to be limited, right? Um, so, it's going to be limited. I don't know if I want to limit it to like 100 people total. I don't know. But it's going to be limited. And then once, you know, once enrollments reach that cap, um, then it's going to go away. So it's just going to be a special bundle just for Black Friday. Those who take action are going to get their hands on it and get it at an incredible price. Those who don't, you know, you just you just miss out, I guess, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, that's it, y'all. Listen, you can also use the coupon code in the description. Black Friday 23. Um, all courses for producers are currently 50% off. So make sure y'all use that. Save some money this season. Like, don't don't buy anything full price this season. Like, I'm just saying, don't, don't do it. All right, save some money. And then also, what else, what else do we have going on? Oh, next week I will not be streaming live because of Thanksgiving. I mean, 
pretty obvious. Just want y'all to know. Uh, people have been asking about the live music reviews. We're going to bring those back after Thanksgiving. So, you, oh, you know what we should do? You know what we should do? Um, this is what I'm going to do. I got to look at my calendar, but because usually around this time, we like we take a break um, like that last that last month in the year. Um, but we're going to do like one big last live music review and we're going to do it. We'll do it for like two hours. Like we we'll just make it mad long for no reason um, versus the oops versus like the one hour we usually do. So we'll make it like just a two-hour special live music review. We won't do the podcast before, and we'll just do uh, we'll just do music review for two hours straight. Because um, there's like there's so much dope music that's submitted, we can never get through most of it. Um, so at least that'll give us some time to like you know be able to listen to more more people's music, more dope music, and just hang out together. Because um, it's always a dope vibe just kicking it with y'all. Um, during the music reviews so that's what we'll do thanksgiving we'll eat we will feast and then we'll come back at some point and do like a special live two-hour live music review to see if your music is ready for sync that's how we gonna end the year off drop some fire emojis if that sounds like a great idea in my mind it sounds like an amazing idea but let me know <laughs> Y'all let me know what y'all think. <clears throat> um, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown Christmas? Happy early Thanksgiving. Indeed. Okay, we got the uh, eat, eat while you go live. That would be terrible. Y'all do not. Y'all do not want to see that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get ugly quick. It's, it's yeah, y'all don't want to see that. Y'all y'all don't want. Y'all don't want this uh y'all don't want these eating sound effects in this in this sure mic. Looking looking at me stuff my face in 4K. Oh man. <clears throat> y'all are not about to get me to do that. But that's it, man. I'm out. Y'all have a good rest of the week. I have a dope weekend. And let's just get it. Let's crush it. All right. I gave you all the information. I hope this was helpful. Now it's time to take action. Let's do it. I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Music Is My Business podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to do so now so you can know every time I drop a new episode. If you found the information helpful, please be sure to rate and review the podcast so we can get this dope info out to more music entrepreneurs like you. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, if you want to learn more about how to get your music placed in TV and film, visit ClintProductions.com today to download my free six-step guide to TV placements. These are the steps I took to land my first 10 TV placements in a little over a year. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one.